sent you a gif. Uh oh, I'll have to check my gif. The gif was a gift. Mm-hmm. I like my gif gift. <laughs> oh boy. Hey, Nora. Hello, Dad. What are we talking about? We're going to talk about School of Rock today. Welcome back to the Nora and Dad Show. I am, as always, the dad, and I am here with... Me. I'm Nora. That was your cue. Sometimes you say more stuff. Do I? Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, I guess consistency is not my strong suit. What What do I know? Fairly monumental event in your life happened a couple of weeks ago. Yes. You... <laughs> do you care to elaborate or is that it? End of show. Yeah, I think we can roll credits. You think we can roll credits? Yeah, That's it? All I'm right. Good. You You had been a student at School of Rock since you were Maybe. in second Since grade. 2013. Yeah. Since February of 2013 was your ver- February 10th of 2013, to be precise, was your very first music lesson. And you have been taking lessons there and performing in shows there for the most part since then. And a couple of weeks ago, on the 24th of September, your, you took what was your very last lesson at School of Rock. It was quite sad. It was really sad. It was a like a monumental part of your life for well more than half of your life. Yep. Close to 10 years and you're only 16. So that's, let's see, 10 to, 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 10 to 5 eighths. So that's like 63% of your life. Oh, wow. That was some quick math. Yeah. Ha ha. Yeah. Just a, a massive part of your life going there every week, sometimes two times a week, sometimes three times a week for lessons and rehearsals and sometimes it was four times a week sometimes it was four <laughs> times a week we you were there a lot you were by far the longest at least at that particular location the longest standing student probably in the history of in the history of that school yeah cuz it didn't it opened not not long before you started yeah, the school like opened and there was months like before. nope yeah and of the people that were there from when you started, they had long since graduated. Yeah, they were way, they were the way older. <laughs> yeah, they were all high school students and they're long gone. So it uh, it was a really good thing for you, School of Rock. I would don't you say think? so. I enjoyed it. It, I mean, it was fun, but it opened like so many like doors for you. Yeah, so many cool lots things of connections you got to, I got to do. How many? Got like, I got to meet like, a lot the, of cool the, people. <laughs> Well, you did get to meet a lot of cool people. It put you, I mean, per, I mean, how many performances do you think you did through that program? Oh, at least over a the couple course hundred. Of like 10 years. Yeah, a couple hundred. Oh, well, no, not, well, oh no, because I guess junior headliners. I don't know. At least a hundred. So. Well, I was in 19 you, shows. Wait, no, maybe it was 20. Times, I don't know. I was in a lot of shows. Times two performances. Right. Sometimes three for parking lot shows. Right. So you're thinking, so you're maybe around 50 performances through the shows. And, and I was in junior headliners for five years, five years. And uh, so another maybe 10 performances, maybe a year. So you were, you were, you were north of a hundred yeah. shows. A lot. Which is a, which a, it's a career for some musicians. Yeah. Yeah. And 
it uh, well let's so well let's back up so the program itself is a performance based music music education program the program works i mean you get music lessons on your instrument of choice and you took lessons both for guitar and then vocals i didn't want to start with guitar though i wanted to do vocals and you said i couldn't because it wasn't a real instrument and then I wanted to do no, drums, and you said it was too loud, so I settled on guitar. <laughs> what you wanted to do was drum. You never asked. You asked for guitar first. I don't remember oh, really? you asking for. I don't remember you asking for vocals. I remember asking for on. vocals. But you definitely asked for drums, and your mom are like, "We don't want drums in the we house." We have drums so, in the house. <laughs> well, now we do. But yeah, I think you got to know your kid's personality. And I said, you know, if you're in the drums, you're in the back, and nobody sees you. And if you play guitar, you get to be out front. Sometimes they put a microphone in front of you. Sometimes you get to sing. And then you were you were all you were all <laughs> about that. But it but it's a performance based program, meaning that in addition to the lessons, the, there are like genre based shows or artist based shows so, that run yeah. for like three or four months at a time, and then you get matched up with other kids. And then every three or four months, I would say it's a recital, but it's not. I mean, it's, it's in a, a bar <laughs> or a club, and it's like a like a legit like of varying degrees of quality depending on kind of how the group because you got to mesh quickly with new mm -hmm. kids each every three or four months but so a varying degrees of quality but it is like an act it's going to like an actual like rock concert yeah and then they have when i was there they didn't have the rookies program yet but that's if you're like i i mean i probably would have been in it if they had it at the time that's for like pretty young kids who don't like who have never touched an instrument before and they they don't do any shows but they get to like learn how to play the instruments and they have rock 101 which i did three times which is like a show but th there's only four songs and you're on like all of them and they're just simpler songs yeah but but even when i, I was when they did i lost my train of okay, thought God, even I'm when sorry. they did 101 the first year i was the first year that i did it i was the only student in it because there was not very many people at the school yet and now they you have the like one, three 101 groups because of how big yeah, it's gotten you were that you were the one in the 101. I was. Nora were, and the Troopers. You were, you were it. Nora and the Troopers, which ultimately connected you with the old 97, which, which was fun. a good, which is a good connection for you to have. Connections School of Rock put you on, School of Rock put you on stage with Roger Waters. They which did was do that. Really, which was, a, we've told that story before. That was a really cool thing. It's put you on stage at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Many times. More times than a lot of people who are inducted in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame have played the Rock Hall. <laughs> Yeah, no, I've gotten to play cool places and do fun things. Yeah, but unfortunately, the time came for School of Rock end. to come to an end. I mean, it would have ended when you graduated high school anyway, which is going to be in less than two years. But I think the time was, it just, you weren't doing shows anymore with School of Rock. I'm um, just, and I was missing half my lessons because I have my own shows and I have a job and a boyfriend and school and stuff and just, life got life got busy yeah life just got it was much easier to manage when you were like a little kid and all all you had besides that it was like the one activity you did but that was it you did that and you went to school right and now you have a job that that is keeps you busy a couple nights a week and you go to school and you're busy with activities at school go mock trial and, Rich, oh. 2022 2023 um school activities keep you busy and then you want to hang out with friends and you want to hang out with your boyfriend and we like to see you every now and again too and it's just nice to sleep in on a saturday morning and not have be obligated to schlep you down to a music lesson yeah. and and 
I mean, the the reality is you probably you you might disagree, but I I think you probably outgrew or surpassed kind of the benefit that the program was gonna was mm, gonna give you. I disagree. You disagree? I think there's always think more to learn. Okay, fair enough. Well, like I still cannot solo on the guitar. Just that's the skill I never learned because I never felt like I needed to learn it for the songs I was playing. Like, do you want to do Do you want to be able to solo on the guitar? Eventually. Okay. But I mean, I think well, I have I mean, the skills can... to teach myself that it would just go easier if I had someone else teaching me. You know. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, for you vocals, definitely have the same all the thing. Like, I can I can do stuff myself. It's just more fun to do it with someone else. <laughs> of course. Of course. But you're also, you know, you're booking gigs at the same venues where the where the instructors book gigs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, to the extent the the goal of the program is to like make you a make you a musician to I mean, it's I mean, it it did. I mean, you're like a working professional musician. So, I mean, mission accomplished. Yeah, I suppose. So, <laughs> and I mean, and the the friends that just because you leave a place, I mean, the friends it it takes effort. There's people that you won't see every week, and it will definitely take more of an effort to maintain like those relationships. Well, I mean, I I mean, because I wasn't in shows, I wouldn't. I mean, I have like friends who go to school of rock. But I wouldn't consider myself to have like best friends like I used to when I went there multiple times a week. Oh no, I'm talking about like the instructors. Oh yes, no, they're my friends. Yeah, I mean, and right, and so it will take effort to. Yes, you definitely you, you've always connected better with adults than you did with kids. Even when you were like a little kid, you connected better with like high schoolers than you did with kids your own age. And I think you probably connect better now with adults than you do with your peers. That's just, just an observation. But you definitely connected better with the instructors <laughs> at the school than you did with the with the other kids taking the lessons and doing the shows. Well, not all of them. I have my friend Gabby who. Who's older? Yeah, she's a senior in college now, I believe. And thank you for proving my point. Yeah, and like she she was at School of Rock when I started. Like I think in like the second show I did, she was that was her first show. Like so, she watched me grow up. And like I don't talk to her every day, but we still chit chat every once in a while. Yeah, there's other people just, who takes, stopped talking to me when they went to college. That's a whole other story. But, <laughs> but there's but there you know as you as you grow up as you move through life you will find that people will come in and out based on the things where you are and places you are and things you do and some relationships that are worth keeping just it just takes effort to keep those relationships going Mm -hmm. so yeah but like i said it was it was I, i think an amazing program for you to for you to be a part of i i think it definitely accelerated your growth as a musician it's not a traditional music program and that you don't sit and learn scales and, and well no you do you know and, and, but well, they don't yeah, start that's with not, that when you get older is when you learn that kind of stuff they start they teach you how to play songs and then the theory comes by playing the music they don't teach you the theory and then build songs on top of the theory it's kind of in reverse but it, it worked no that it no worked. i can I, I can listen to a song and know how to play it which i think is much more helpful than being able to read sheet music <laughs> yeah what you were you played you played a show friday night and we were driving friday morning i was driving you to school and no rain by blind melon came on the radio and i thought i thought to myself but didn't say it because uh, his voice is a little higher his voice um, is so high <laughs> 
I thought I thought to myself, ah, this will be a really. And it's got that kind of acoustic, the acoustic part yeah, in the song. Acoustic. I thought oh, this will be a. Yeah, this will be a really. I thought to myself, ah, that's really cool if Nord covered this song. And then we were sitting there Friday night, and then you busted it out, and because you had the same thought, but you had said that you just kind of listened to it a few times at school, and you're like, oh, I can play this, and then you just and then you played it. Yeah, I mean, I had a tab, but I knew how the song went, and I was able to know like because most of the time tabs aren't correct, so I knew like, oh, this chord wouldn't fit there, so I did a different chord instead. And it sounded great. Thank you. It's one that you should keep. It's one that you should keep in I'm the going repertoire. To. Yeah, no. That's a good. It's a good song. You said you don't like Blind Melon. I don't. Well, I, I like saw Blind them Melon. when I was in when I was at law school. They came and played a show, and I was all excited to go see them. And like, there was no Spotify back then. You either bought the album or bought the CD, or you just knew the songs that were on the radio. And I didn't have their CD, so I just knew that song that was on the radio. And it sounds like none of their other songs. No, it, it just doesn't. That's I ex- why I like that. Yeah, it just it just wasn't what I expected. No. So it was like an hour of like 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 hard heavy music mm-hmm. and then like that song they they closed with that song and that's what ev- so everybody just wanted to hear that song and and we were all very there was thousands of people that were very disappointed oh. <laughs> until, until the end. Well, that's okay. I like the rest of their music. I think No Rain is one of their worst songs. Not that it's a bad song. I just like their other stuff more. Interesting. Very interesting. And and now he's now he's no more. I know. So no I didn't know that around. until I was trying to learn another song by them with Ed, who's my guitar teacher for the listeners, or was my guitar teacher. And um, yeah. And then I looked up. I looked up the band. I was like, oh, I didn't know that he passed away like yeah, when he was he really young yeah yeah he had, he had he had some issues as most musicians do as well no i wouldn't say mm, most okay but, no, maybe not now but in the past lots of musicians have no issues. i don't think it's any different i don't think it's any different now i think there are definitely i think a lot of artists whether you're a musician or an actor or a painter yeah. or whatever i think they I think they cope with their they they work through their struggles through their art and sometimes they sometimes their struggles sometimes their struggles get the best of them and it's it's unfortunate when it does so yes that's all that is that is all so school of rock that that phase of your life is no more but but rock and roll is eternal that sounded so cheesy. That was very cheesy. Yeah. So anything else you want to say about the School of Rock? Thank you. I don't know if my instructors will listen to this, but I worked with a lot of people over the year, and thank you to all of them. Ed is the only person that I stayed constant with, though, all of my time. So he was Ed the for the teacher. win. <laughs> he, was, he was the guitar teacher that gave you your very first lesson. And yeah, and he was your guitar teacher, gave you your very last lesson, and he was with you for your entire almost 10 years, and has, and has become a really good friend of ours. It's weird how people- Uncle Ed. Um, yeah, it's weird. I think people come into your life for a reason, and he's one person that I definitely think came into our life for a reason. Just one of the most solid dudes I've ever met. So yes, Uncle Ed for the he win. Has all he my- is someone that I know we will- <laughs> I, he's someone I know we'll stay friends with, even though we're not going to mm-hmm. see him every week. And he still has stuff on on his wall that are from like my first year there. Like there's a card that I wrote. I vividly remember making it at Grandma and Grandpa Klanik's house. And there's a picture of a guitar with an amp on the. It was like a piece of paper folded in half to make a card, and it says, "Dear Mister Ed, thank you for being 
the best teacher over because I spell ever wrong. But then instead of starting over again, I just drew an E inside of the O. And then it says Nora. Instead of starting ever? Yep. Oh, that was a good one. Ah, see what I did? Yep. Situational irony. <laughs> that's my new favorite I thing. That's, I, don't know, I don't know if that's what that was, but okay. I expected you to do something and then you did the other thing. That's, oh, that's situational okay. irony. There you go. My favorite AP thing English. is explaining why jokes are funny now. Like the other, or no, someone said something. They were like, ugh, I hate you. But like as a joke, like friends, right? And I was like, oh my God, that's sarcasm. <laughs> you know what make you know what makes jokes not funny? Explaining them. <laughs> when you explain the joke. No, but it makes it funny for me. I don't care if it ruins it for other people. I'll be selfish. Jeez. <laughs> Now we get it. Yeah. Now we see. Now we hey, see. Hey, you should be is. glad right. that I'm learning. I am thrilled. I'm that never you're gonna forget what paralipsis means. I, it's stuck in my I, noggin. What is paralipsis? I won't tell you. What do you mean you won't tell me? Haha. Ha, see, that was a paralipsis. Because I'm gonna tell you anyways. It's when go, you say go you're ahead. not gonna say something, but then you say it anyways. Oh. There's quite a lot of examples of it in Gulliver's Travels, and it makes him an mm-hmm. unreliable narrator. Wow, look at look at you with the big brain. I know. Miss AP literature over here. <laughs> All right. I love seeing my hard earned my hard earned dollars working in real time. <laughs> it's fantastic. I'm glad you think so. <laughs> Anything else to add about the old school of rock? I will miss it. Yeah, we're going to miss it too. Can't say I loved all of the shows you did over which the Which was your of least favorite and which was your favorite? Which was my least favorite? My least favorite was 80s and my favorite was Punkalution. Punkalution was a banger of a show. It was really good. That's called I still watch That's cuz I still watch those I, I still watch those videos every now I and again. I do too. That's cuz the group merged really well together. We just happened to get along really well. Good good team. Oh, Left of the Dial was a really good show too. I don't know how the musical quality was, but we all had fun. I think my least favorite show you did in terms of the quality of the music, I don't know. The Jack White one was really good, oh, too. I really like that That one. and Punkalution were the two best. I don't know if 80s had bad music. It was just right after Grandma and Grandpa passed, so I have different emotions associated with that show. Yeah. Oh, that exposed you to so much, so many different styles of music, too, Yeah, going through that program for all those I years. I didn't like the emo show, but that's because that was over COVID, so I had to listen to the same songs for like seven months, and I just got so tired of them, and I just oh, didn't yeah. want to listen to them or play them ever again. Fair enough. But, yeah, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. All right. Yeah, favorite shows, I, I think the Jack White and, and Punkalution were musically were by far the two best hands down yeah i think group wise too both of those shows had good people in them that you could have taken either one of those the the punk illusion one for sure like you could have taken like on the road to clubs Mm -hmm. and charge people money to watch it well so we did one song second wave goodbye by war and woman and you posted that on instagram or twitter or something and the band saw it and they loved it which is super cool i think i think ed was it ed it. i thought it was you i think i think ed sent it to the band or shared it with the band hmm. i All think ed years, did I it was and you. then they and they posted it on their yeah. facebook page yeah. yeah yeah lots of cool experiences that came out of yeah you know the the old 97 shared when you were like itty bitty shared 
one of one of your School of Rock songs on their Facebook page, and that was really cool. And I got to meet so, him. So, yeah, you know, Roger Waters. Oh yeah, he mentioned us by name. That, well, he mentioned us by name a couple nights later because I wrote a, the the blog thing about the experience. But but then he would like he had the, his Instagram post where you were like all backstage hanging out with him. I mean, it was it was. I burped. I'm going to try again. It was. <laughs> It was experiences that most people don't get to have in a lifetime that you compiled well before like you became a teenager, which I thought was just really No, cool. I have so many fun experiences. And I, I, I'm very privileged to have been able to have those experiences. It's not, you know, I mean, in order to do that stuff, you have to be financially stable too. So I'm very th- grateful that you and mom were able to put money towards that because it made me into the person that I am our pleasure but you are you are very welcome that's part of our job <laughs> is finding finding what you have a passion for and then throwing money at it it was horseback riding and then i had to stop that because of school of rock. couldn't be both <laughs> too expensive be both. for both uh yes it was definitely <laughs> one or the other and and time too like you just don't like it was a commitment of they both are would have been sub, like substantial commitments yeah. of time and so we just we were like you got to pick one and the guitar felt right so there it was yeah, I mean, I knew plenty of my friends did horseback riding. None of them played guitar, so very, wanted very, to be different. Very, very true. <laughs> but, well, I don't know if you wanted to be different, no, but just it's just was. yes. All right, all right, Nora Marie, where can people find you besides here on the old podcast? Everyone can find me at Nora Marie Music everywhere. It's a dot com. That's Facebook, Instagram. Nora with an uh, H. Um, the dot com will give everyone listings of your gigs should they want to come see the music like live and in person. So you have some, a few coming up over the next few months. Yeah, so, and we're most of them will probably be more. in the summer, but I'll probably get a couple in the fall, a couple more in the winter. Yeah, we're continuing to add shows. Maybe I'll um, go on a little tour at, over the summer. Ooh, that would if, be cool. If listeners would be interested, you can email us at Nora and Dad Show. I think is that the email. Noranddadshow at, at gmail.com. Yeah. Yep. If you would be interested in a show, what city you would like, and maybe I will plan something. We can fire up the old tour bus. Yeah. I need to get a tour bus. Well, we need to get your car back first. We need, we need to get my car back first. <laughs> yeah, that's we can use we can use the we can use the Subaru as the tour bus if we ever get it back. Yep. Oy, all right, you can find me at John Hyman everywhere. We will be back in two weeks with another episode of the old Nora and Dad show. Nora, love you, kiddo. Love you too.